All right, Brad Cooney.com. I'd like to welcome to the show hip hop recording artist Luck Chapo. What is up, man? How you doing? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Blessed to be here. Absolutely, man. We're we're uh we're happy to have you on the show, man. So before we get into your current project, tell the listeners out there a little bit about you and how it all started. How did you first get into making music and when? Uh, well, I feel like I was born into music, to be honest. You know, my uncle, he was a heavy uh, bass guitar player. My aunt, was a, uh, she was a singer, and all my aunts sung in the choirs at church and stuff like that. So I was always musically inclined. I mean, musically inclined. My um, my first cousin, um, self rest in peace. He um started a rap journey before he passed away, mm. and I feel like he was on his way, man. So it was just one of them things, man. When I got time and actually be put put my all into it, it was something that I wanted to fulfill for all of us. Now, did you perform and, and then rap when you were in high school, or after after like you got out of school? After I got out of school, I used to always um, write little stuff, but I never, like, seriously recorded nothing until after high school. I maybe was about 19 years old when I first started. And when did you realize that you were actually good at this? Because, you know, not anybody can rap. I mean, there's some folks that can rhyme a little bit, but 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 you got, I mean, rapping is a real talent. So when, when was it did you said, hey, you know, I'm actually pretty good at this? Um, it's a, it's a, it's a very prominent rapper from my area named Sick Mike. Mm-hmm. And um, when we were young, like Sick has always been up an echelon in my opinion when it comes to like lyricists mm-hmm. and, you know, rappers from my area. And he gave me the opportunity to do my first song. We did a song. This was maybe 15, almost 20 years ago. He gave me my first opportunity. He put me on one of his projects. And I never forget one night I pulled up to a nightclub called Crabbers in Hampton, Virginia. And this guy was playing the song that me and Sick had. Oh wow. And he knew it word he knew it word for word. Both our verses, he knew it word for word. And that's when I knew I had something. Wow. Cause to even even be on the track with Sick and be able to, you know, hold your own ground. It was it was big, so I knew I had something then. And he wouldn't just put anybody on his project. Right. He's always been serious about his craft. Yeah. So I knew I had some early. I knew I had some early. Yeah, I was I was going to say that. So somebody at that level of talent, they're not just going to put anybody on the track with them unless you can carry your weight. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. good stuff, man. And you mentioned Hampton, Virginia. I was actually in the Navy. I was stationed in Norfolk, Virginia. Absolutely. I'm from Nupa News, Virginia, but you know, Nupa News and Hampton is like one big city, so. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, just a little bit of, just a bridge. Right here. Yep, just the just the bridge. Absolutely, man. Like to, to be honest, like in my in my in my neighborhood where I'm from, it's called the Creek in Newport News. We're actually like borders borders city to the Hampton. We have a street in our in our city. That, I mean, in our neighborhood that turns into Hampton. So yep. we like neck and neck. We right there beside each other. Hey, is that mall military circle? Is that is that mall still around? It's still open, but it's about to close. Like it's, it's like closing any time now. Oh wow! I used to shut man. When I was in the Navy, I used to hit that mall. I used to take the bus. I would take the bus from the Navy shipyard and then take the bus to Military Circle. And uh, it was a hot item back in the eighties. So I'm talking about the eight late eighties. 
True indeed. We used to uh, military mall was big for us too because we can go there and get some of the exclusive stuff that we couldn't get on our side. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Military mall is a big staple in this area. Absolutely, that's Absolutely. good stuff. All right, let's get back on you now. You dropped a a new record. Classical Trap Volume 3. Now, obviously, you have a, a 1 and a 2 that you previously put out, and you follow, followed up with the latest release, uh, Classical Trap Volume 3. So tell the listeners about this record a little bit. How many tracks are on it? Where did you record and produce it? Okay, to be honest, like all my, all my uh, engineering and recording is done in-house. Yep. We, me and my engineer, we, we pretty much just record on the go wherever we are. We mostly do everything in the house, studio in the house, and um, I really have an ace of all trades when it comes to my engineer, cause he 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 records, he's an artist, he um mix and masters all my songs, so everything is pretty much done in house. I dropped three projects last year in nine months, um volume one, volume two, and volume three. I, I dropped volume three on Thanksgiving, so volume three is like a. I can see the progression between one, two, and three, and volume three is my best, my best work up to date, for sure. Yeah. It's 20, it's 20 songs, it's 20 songs up there, no skips, you can play it all the way through. Um, I recorded 54 songs and I was able to cut it down to 20. I was trying to get like 16, but it was just so hard to cut as many songs as I did because you know, I mean, we put it out quality projects. We try not to go in the studio without it being an album track. Mm -hmm. Like we don't, we're not just out here making music for fun. We doing it to try to be the best at it. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of hard to even break it down to 20 songs, but mm -hmm. it's 20, it's 20, no skips. You know, one of the things that really impressed me it was just when I was reading, when I was reading research and reading about you before the interview. Dude, you write a lot of freaking songs. I mean, you don't play around. You are you are grinding. You are pumping out a lot of songs. So my question is, somebody who writes as frequently as you do, how do you how do you screen it to where you only have? Because I'm, I'm guessing not every song you've ever written makes it to an album, or, or am I mistaken on that? Not at all. Yeah. So how do you narrow it down? What is your filter process to like, how do you decide, okay, this one's going to go on it? Um, pretty much. I sit down, I sit down myself and I, st after I record my music. I study my music a lot. Mm -hmm. I study my music a lot. And, and like with, with volume three, I sat down with my engineer because we really kind of like work hand to hand as with, with the creative process. And I sat down with him and we came up with, we like, we want to put out a project where it's flawless. I was looking for a flawless project, even though I know that's hard to obtain, but I tried to make this project as seamless as possible. So, you know, after days and days of listening and listening and listening, like I said, I had 54 songs. So going through them songs, it's just trying to get the ones that, that when you play them, it's like, yo, I got to hear that again. Yeah. I got to hear it again. And it was pretty much just like, just saying, okay, I got to go with this over this one. It's just the feel that you get from it. It was the feeling that I got from it. Like, this this is a very, like, classical, soulful, sample, feel, feel EP. You know, so it was just keeping everything in the same feeling. And, being able, and, and, and I just wanted the flow seamless. 
And, you know, through the process, I feel like we obtained that. I feel like you can really go through these 20 songs and don't have to skip not one song. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, you know, and I, I know a lot of people might say that, but I mean that if anybody take the time to put an ear to it, they'll see where I'm coming from. It's lyricism. It's not just, it's not no bubblegum rap. It's lyricism. And it's punchline, <laughs> feel, triple entendres. It might go over a lot of people's head, but for the true listeners that really, you know, respect the craft and 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 really are music lovers and connoisseurs, they'll see where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. I believe it. Um, so you also have a label, music label, Major League Music Group. Now, is this is this basically uh, uh, for your music, or what, what's the business model? Are you looking to bring in other acts underneath that label too, in the future? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm definitely looking to bring other acts. As of right now, I'm working with two artists, uh, one named KP from The Three and another named Tudor, a uh, female <laughs> artist. I'm working with both of them right now. Uh, pretty much, I'm the only one signed to the label thus far. I'm trying to open the door and be able to, you know, just let my talent walk through behind me. Mm -hmm. And it's just me being able to learn, to learn the game hands-on and know all the ins and outs so when it is their time, It'll be seamless for them as well. They'll just be able to, you know, follow suit and just follow the game plan and the blueprint. Right now, it's just I'm in the process of creating the blueprint. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. Trying to crack this code, trying to crack this code because I know, you know, the music game is so saturated these days. Yes, sir. And um, it is. I'm starting from scratch, so my my thing is just being consistent right now in the quality. I know it's a it's a lot of stuff out there, but. I feel like my music, when, when my music, I ain't going to say him, when my music gets in the right ears, it's going to be undeniable. So I'm just, you know, trying to stay consistent and keep pulling out the best quality that I possibly can. Yeah, and, 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 and learn it. And, and learn it on the go. Yeah, it's look, nothing, never too old to learn, that's for sure. Um, and it's also a good thing that you you are as productive as you are. I mean, the more content you put out there, especially since you're not just throwing crap out there. You're actually, yes, you do write a lot more songs than a lot of other artists that I know, but you also have a good process to make sure it's quality stuff, too, which is important. Absolutely. So I read, as I was reading about you, I also saw where you took a little time away from music um, what was the trigger that made you get back into the music scene and really get you fired up to where you're at, at, where, at the level you're at now? One of the triggers was um, one of my brothers. Uh, he started on his music journey as well. And um, <clears throat> he had a situation in Atlanta. He invited me, invited me down to Atlanta. And I was able to go with him into the studio. And it's just like... After maybe, I'm going to say, maybe 10 or 12 years, I had, I wasn't, 10 years for sure, I wasn't even really able to write. Like, my mind just, I could sit, I could sit down and try to write something. I just had a, a writer's block that was, it wouldn't go away. And when I went to this studio session, shout out to ACM Juice, but when I went to the studio session, it was just one of those situations where, like, the fire was lit under me again. Mm. So... When we when, um, we came back to Virginia, he had a studio session, and I attended it. And as he was in there doing his process, recording process, that writer's bug just popped right back in my head like I never missed a beat. And I was able to write a verse that day, and we did a song together. And since then, I swear the creative juices have just been flowing. Wow. My thing is now, being, 
being that I went so long without even being able to, you know, create, I got to strike while the iron's hot. So I try to record as much as I possibly can because I went so long where I could. Ah, uh, now it makes I sense. Could, I could. Now it makes sense. Now it makes now it makes sense to me. There's a reason. I think that's why you write so you're writing so much stuff. You're cranking all these songs out because you have a little bit of PTSD when it comes to writer's block. You don't you don't want to you no, don't want true indeed. Yeah. True, true indeed. I don't want to go through that again. Yeah. Because you know and it's like I can't lie to you. Once I was able to get that first verse out, when I say I literally have been addicted. I've been addicted ever since. Like right now, my engineer been out of town for like maybe about three days, and I can't wait till we get back, so I get back <laughs> in, the, in the studio. That's good. It's just, it's just me seeing the progression yeah. and wanting to get better with every song. I study my music a lot. I study the greats, the people who I feel like are great at it, and I study. And it's just me trying to put myself on the same plateau as these other great acts that I, you know, that I like. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting though, and you know what? That's what life's all about. You have you having fun with this too, you know. You doing stuff you enjoy. Absolutely. You enjoy doing this, and, and uh, so I listened to this song. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Yes, it's the passion for it. It's just the passion, like yeah. It's a renewed passion. Hundred percent. And it's something that I believe in wholeheartedly. So I finally got a time, got some time where I can invest into myself and focus on my own journey instead of you know trying to always make sure everybody else okay. Right. I'm taking this time to do something for myself. Well, your passion really shines through in your song Blitz. That's the song that I listen to. Um, yes, sir. And I, I, I like. There's a lot of things I like about the song. Um, one of them is it kind of has a little bit of a throwback feel to me. I'm I'm in my fifties now, so I like some of the older hip hop. Um, Absolutely. And I, and I and I feel that in your song, you know, I just feel that kind of a throwback. And kind of, I'm more like a like a. I'm trying to think who I can who I can relate the song to. Maybe uh, Biggie a little bit. Some some of that Brooklyn stuff coming in and sound. Maybe East Coast sound. I don't know, but it had a nice throwback. And that that one thing I really loved about the song. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, like even with the classical trap theme, um, I feel like I bridged the old school with the new school. Like yeah. when I say old school, I mean, you know, punch lines, heavy lyrics. But new school is just like the swag and the allure of the thing. Uh -huh. But definitely East Coast rap, for sure, those are some of my favorite artists. So it's like I, I want to be lyrical. Mm -hmm. I, I aim every song to be lyrical. So that's definitely, you definitely hit that on the head. Sure. Yeah, I definitely feel that East Coast thing. Lyrically, even even like this ain't a bad comparison, but the, the Jay Z is one of my one of my favorite writers in, in hip hop. Um, but it had that Big E feel to me. I just when I listen to your song, I just flash back to some of the Big E stuff I would see out of Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Just some of that old old time stuff, which is good shit though. It's a real compliment, honestly. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. To be mentioned with any grace like that is, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So now, do you have some favorites on this new uh, record, this part three, chapter three? For sure. Um, one of my personal favorites is um, No Take Backs, um, Here I Am, yeah. um, Mood Swings, Oh, you're good. Why are you doing that? What, what what's the backstory for the song Blitz? Tell the listener when you when you get a second what the song's about. Blitz. 
pretty much the backstory with Bliss is just like, pretty much just talking about like, um, you know, the, the, the path that I'm on right now. The path that I'm on right now, like, my focus over these last eight or nine months is really, you know, gaining awareness in my area, my city, mm-hmm. my state. So, me crawling and, you know, I started off crawling. I really have walked this journey alone. I, I, everything I do, I sweat myself. Um, it's been times where I'm performing in the smallest of venues, but I always stay persistent. And, you know, to see the progress from where I started, say, say a year ago to now, I can see things working. And knowing that I did this my way and I did it organically and I really work for everything that I'm attaining, it's just one of those things like I got to talk my shit a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. So, so pretty much that's just that's what that's, that's what bliss is. Like it's, 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 I see the demand for Chapo coming now. Like the demand is starting and I really work for it. I really work for it. So, you know, it's just being proud of what I'm doing. Kind of like celebrating small victories through my music. That's all Bliss is, and Bliss is more of a more of a, a, a song that that I felt like could be the clubs on the radio. But I'm really a deeper rapper than that. I know all my music might not be fit for the club, but I make I make music that I feel like people from my walk of life can really relate to. And even people that's not from my walk of life, they can listen and you know kind of relate. I tell mm-hmm. the, I tell the story of you know. People from the ghettos all over the world. So you need to uh, research. Um, you need to research college radio stations. True indeed. True indeed. And I, you know, I need all info. College radio stations. That's something that I've definitely been. I've definitely been into. Even with me, I just recently started watching like the Wu Tang um, saga. Oh wow! Yeah. And just seeing some of the. Yeah, just seeing some of the stuff that they went through. And I know the game is different these days. But, you know, the basics still work sometimes. Sure. I have been seeing that. I have been seeing that. Look, college, college radio station is easier. It's easier, to get, it's easier to get spins on college radio than it is the mainstream. Um, but a lot of, you know, I mean, students, college, they love rap. They love hip-hop. And some of these colleges... They're the ones that keep the ball running. Yeah, for sure. And some of these colleges have radio stations. Some of these colleges, that, that that's um, some, some students actually go to school to learn like the, the music business and things like that. But some of them have radio stations, and it's easier to get spin. So if you can research some of the schools in your area and see which ones have college radio stations and just pitch it to them. See, they can start spinning some of your songs, man. I mean, that's just good groundwork right there. You build you build your local following that way, too. Absolutely, and I appreciate that. I am. I have been locked in with Norfolk State. Uh, there you go. I've been locked in with one of the bigger, one of the bigger radio stations in our area, uh, 103 Jams. Shout out to DJ Rick G's. He plays my stuff on his show. There you go. On iHeartRadio. But, yeah, I need as much exposure as possible. So. Yep. Reaching out to these colleges is definitely something that's in the books for me. Yeah. <laughs> Starting tomorrow. There I you go. That. Yeah, man, absolutely. Best of luck with that. I've, 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 um, the look, the, I had a guy on my show many, you know, not, not many, probably about seven, eight years ago. His name is Brad Arnold. And he, he's the lead singer of a rock band called Three Doors Down, which were very, very successful in the 90s. They sold millions of records. And that's how they got their first break. They, 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 pitched their song, a song called Kryptonite. It was a really popular rock song back in the 90s. 
and they they got the local college radio stations to play it to start spinning it and it took off like wildfire all, all of a sudden all these students are wanting this song so the the, ma- the mainstream radio stations started saying well who, who the hell are these guys three doors down i mean, what, I mean we're hearing them you know, we were hearing all these colleges playing them. So that was it for them. They opened that opened the door for them, and then they got a major record uh, record deal not, not too long after that. Definitely. You never know. Try it, man. You got nothing to lose, right? No, absolutely, man. And I appreciate that insight. You know, it's crazy because a lot of people don't get insight these days. Everybody put a dollar amount on it. And yeah. for you to just give me that bit of, you know, that bit of knowledge, I really appreciate that. Oh, man. Oh, look, I, I celebrate when I see people succeed. I love it. I love to see people yes. hit their goals and set new goals. Um, and I've had people really do some things for me that help my career. So I just think it's a pay-forward type thing. How is it going to hurt me by seeing you succeed? That's how that's my mindset. True. <laughs> it would be a totally better world if more people thought it like. Yeah, like man. It would be a way better world. Yep. The only thing so, you have to so promise me, if you, get, if, you get, if you get a record deal, you got to make me one promise now. Absolutely. When you go up there to get that Grammy Award, you got to say, I want to shout out Brad Cooney on the Brad Cooney Podcast Show for that advice a long time ago. And I will. <laughs> I got to get you my word. And my word, no, listen to me. My word means a lot. It means everything. I believe you. So, like, this is the beginning stages. And even to, you know, have the invite to be able to come on your, your platform and be able to, you know, talk about myself a little bit and gain some awareness. Like, this stuff I would never forget. Good stuff, man. I know man. a lot of people might say it, but I mean it. Like, I would never forget this. Those who helped me doing this stage right here because it's really been hard. It's, it's not yeah, easy. It's not easy. It's not easy. And you said it earlier, it's a very saturated business. So, yeah, you really, anytime somebody gives you some good advice, jump on it, and then you got to figure out a way how to separate yourself from the pack, man, because there's so many people that are trying to get to the next level just like you are. So anything you can do to try to separate yourself. And, um, you know, nowadays, like, it's different, man. The record business is different now. Like, social media is a big thing, really big thing. So yes, it really hit that hard also. All right, a couple more things. I'm gonna let you go. Um, what about beats? Do you have a go-to guy for your beats? Like you, you mentioned earlier, you have one guy that does all your mixing and mastering. Does he also make beats, or do you have a beat maker you go to? No, I have a, I have a couple beat making options that I go to that I really, you know, uh, have learned about just by these different beat sites, the Beat Star, yeah. YouTube. But well, one of my favorites right now is a guy called Dilly. Dilly got him bumping for out of Colorado. Like, <laughs> you know, I hate to put everybody on my vibe, but what what is he going to hurt me, like you said? But Dilly got it bumping this. He's really been bumping. I, you know, I've been dealing with a guy named Lucas Quinn. Uh-huh. Um, I deal with Track Pros, um, Kofi Cooks. Kofi Cooks is one of my favorites as well. That's one of my, there you go. he's at the top of my list as well. But just, th- th- those, those artists right there, to name a few, for real. Just That's good, man. I'm glad we got we got to get them some shout-outs, too. You know, help them a little bit. Absolutely. Shout-out to all you guys. Shout-out to all of them. Absolutely. All right, so what are some goals for you? Obviously, you just dropped this, this, this latest record, and you're promoting the single Blitz. But what's your goals for 2023? We just flipped a new calendar, new year. What do you want to get done? Where do you want to be this time next year? What do you want to get done this year? My goal, my goal for this year is just to stay consistent. I want to be able to perform at the South by Southwest. I want to, um, you know, gain more wellness, uh, state to state. I really plan on putting a heavy, uh, 
a heavy uh, promo run down in Atlanta. And it's just this year, I just want to see some money coming back in from the from the work I'm putting in. Yeah, that's fair. So more paid shows, more book shows. Yeah, that's and fair, man. Go more book shows, more book shows, merch, merch sales. Merch, there you go. Just seeing some revenue. Seeing some revenue off the work I've been putting in and the money I've been putting out. Yes, sir. That's very. I'm working in the hole. That's what I've been doing. I've been. I'm moving on faith. I'm working. Yeah. I'm walking in my purpose right now, and I'm moving on faith. But I know if I put the work in, I've been good at a lot of things that I've done in my lifetime, and I feel like I never really gave anything my all, and I still might have been great in it. Mm -hmm. But this is something that I'm great in, and I'm putting all the work in. So if God sees fit, He's gonna pay it for it. Yeah. I just gotta stay persistent and stay consistent. Listen, listen. Faith. That's it. Listen to me. One of the things I always do, and I, and the, 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 I'm gonna tell you two things. I'm gonna tell you something that bothers me. Not about you. You're 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 good. I'm gonna tell you something that bothers me about certain people, and I'm gonna tell you something that the listeners to this podcast show need to need to know. So artists like you who are giving it everything and and your own money is going into your craft. One of the things that bothers me about people is when I when I hear somebody like you giving it your all. I mean, you're 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 living and breathing your craft, and you're trying to get to the next level. So when I would scroll my Facebook, because I have a lot of artists that follow me on my Facebook page, and I'll see some of them, they'll say, "Hey, I'm dropping a new record. Hey, I got some merch." And what really bothers me when I see people comment underneath, "Yo, hook me up with a free T-shirt. Hook me up with free passes." Dude, that irritates the shit out of me. Because everybody wants something for free. But what about this poor person, <laughs> this artist, that's trying to make a dollar to feed his kid and pay his bills? He can't do that when he's giving away free CDs and free free T-shirts. If you really want to support and show love to, to, to artists, you need to go out and buy their stuff. Go buy buy their merchandise. Share their links. Yeah. Share, share their merch links on your social media. That's important. That's the only way we can keep the train rolling. Yep. That's the only way. Streams are okay, and I appreciate the streams, but that's not paying anything. Exactly. You going up there and, and paying that nine ninety nine for my for my album that I've invested thousands of thousands of dollars into? Exactly. That's appreciated and it's needed. It's needed. Yeah. And it's hard to get people to realize that. You know, it's hard to get even with you know, simple as a rapper, the image that we might come to the table with people looking like oh he already got it he made it he don't need my money yeah. what we do that's the only way we're going to meet, meet the, i mean you know reach the next level and i support those that's in the same position as me i just ask people to do the same when it comes to me and if they don't that's fine because yeah. god god's way is going you know it's going to shine through but at the end of the day all help is good help we need the help yeah, we need the help for sure. The support <clears throat> is warranted. Like we really need that. We need it. You brought up a really good point. You brought up a really good point a second ago about hip hop artists. Go ahead. There, there's a there's a, a stigma attached to hip hop artists. Like when somebody watches a hip hop artist video, I'm, I'm not talking about a, uh, a signed hip hop artist. I'm talking about an independent hip hop artist. Or they got like a YouTube channel. Yes, sir. But there is a stigma that people think because they're in a video and they're flashing some money around that they got a lot of money. And that's a bad, sure you can't judge like that. Because a lot of times the videos are telling the story and it doesn't mean that they have a lot of money, but their, but their song could be about a money. Their song could be, you know, it could mean a million things, but it doesn't mean they have a lot of money. 
So you made up a good yes, point, man. Yes. People need to buy the hip hop records and buy their merchandise. Don't assume they got money because they look like they have money in a video. True indeed. You know, action action one ninety nine for you to go buy a single. I don't feel like that's action a lot. Nah, it's not. We spend money on, on we spend money on you know things that mean way less all the time. So yeah, investing in somebody that you know one ninety nine or even if it's nine ninety nine, you go buy the whole project. I don't feel like that's a lot to ask for. I really don't. Not man. I would do it. I would do it if the shoe was on the other foot. Yeah, I mean, some people go pay six dollars for a coffee at Starbucks. You know. <laughs> hey man, look, I had a lot of fun talking to you. You're very, very talented. Everybody who's listening to this, they need to uh, go go support this this artist right here, Luck Chapo. Tell everybody before we wrap up. Tell everybody out there listening where they can get your music, where they can buy your stuff. If you have a website, go ahead and uh, wrap it up, brother. <clears throat> True indeed. I appreciate y'all having me. I, I really appreciate you, Brad, and um. Uh... You can find me, Luck Chapo, L-U-C-K-C-H-A-P-O, on all platforms. Classical Chop, value one, two, and three on all platforms right now. And as far as my YouTube, it's Luck Chapo as well. I'm going to be dropping a song, a new song every week for the rest of the year, every single week. That's 52 weeks. You're going to have 52 songs outside of all the projects that I plan to drop this year. And I'm going to drop at least four projects this year as well. So... Just tune into my YouTube. Stay tuned to me. I'm coming with new content every day. I'm coming with new music every day. I plan to be the most consistent. The most consistent, period. And, you know, we just getting started. So support now. Support now. We really appreciate it. We need it. But, you know, Instagram, luck underscore chapo. Or you can also hit my alternate page on Instagram, Major League Luck Major. M-A-J-O-R underscore league, L-E-A-G-U-E underscore luck, L-U-C-K. Uh, we everywhere, though. Just tap into me. Classical trap value one, two, and three. Start off with one. Play two. Then play three. Hit a progression. We started off great, but hit a progression from where I started at to where I'm now. Where I'm at now. And it's nothing but good things. Better things coming. We're getting better at this every day. And I, I, I'm going to keep working on my craft until I'm the best. I want to be mentioned amongst the great, so we're going to put the work in to obtain that goal. There you go, man. And I Look, appreciate you for having me. You know, my pleasure. I got a show in my city. I got a show in my city this Friday at Soko Light Nightclub with Boosie Badass. I also have a song with um, Lil Boosie on Classical Trap Volume 3 called, I mean, on Volume 2 called Love Chapo. So that's going to be a real big look for me in the city. Me and him going to perform together. Yeah, just, that's big. So it's going to be a movie. If you in, if you in this area, you come out to Soko Nightclub on Friday, man. We're going up. All right, so just make sure, so everybody, say, say it one more time. Where are you guys going to be playing at and when? This Friday, January 13th, Soko Nightclub, Hampton, Virginia. La Chapo with Boosie Badass live yeah. in concert. That's awesome, man. If you win this area, please come and tap in. Well, look, I wish you the best of luck with the show. Everybody out there, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, session's been sold out for three weeks, but it's going to be a movie. It's going to be a movie, man. If you win that area, please come out. There you go, man. Hey, I really enjoyed talking to you, man. And whenever you got some new stuff you want to talk about, just hit us up and we'll get you back on the show. All right, brother? I will. I appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. Take care of yourself. You too. Thank you.